1: And welcome to the Art of Decluttering podcast. I am Kirsty Farija. And I'm Amy Ravel. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Art of Decluttering podcast. How are you, Kirst? Tell us how you really are. I'm yawning because that's how not well I am. <laughs> yeah. You've been in, in sick land all week, hey?
2: Yeah, and the kids have been, and Simon hasn't been here, and our. Lots of our uh, team members at the Ida Decluttering are the same. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's been a fun week for everybody.
1: Yeah. I was actually working it out before Kirst, and this is somewhat terrifying. So it's Thursday. We have had 43 cancellations this week alone, and it's only Thursday. We've still got two more days of clients to go. That's how many people are sick all around Australia at the moment. Mm-hmm. But wow. shout out to Marianne, who's been doing an incredible job bringing everybody on our wait list and rescheduling as much as we can. Oh, yay.
2: That yeah. is incredible, though. So, yes, if you, dear listener, are also feeling sick, we feel your pain. And mm. it is here in the Southern Hemisphere, we have just started winter. So, and we've had two. With a years- cold snap. <laughs> with a cold snap, Arctic snap. Yeah. And two years of not being around anybody to gain immunity. And mm-hmm. so everybody is dropping like flies with the flu or and or COVID.
1: <laughs> yeah. It is everywhere. Um I'm no I'm fine. I haven't had a flu or COVID or anything, but I've got the sorest back because we had someone run up the back of us on Saturday in the car and I've just come from the gym and so I was like Trying not to push it, but also doing as much as I could because if I'm there, I might as well. And so I'm tender. So just don't make me laugh too much. <laughs> if you make me laugh till I snort, you're going to get a snort and then a groan. <laughs> okay. I will.
2: <laughs> Let's try and make it entertaining and laugh-worthy for our dear listeners, but
1: not hurt you in the meantime no, let's not hurt me in the meantime okay. we are talking about setting up in a new house which is a topic that was I like that um one of my sisters requested I just can't remember which sister so shout out to one of my sisters who requested this episode it may have been it Sarah. Would have only been one or two of them
2: and we also had Neris, one of our dear listeners a local listener to me <laughs> who was excited by our downsizing episode um, and so she was excited because they're about to move, they're about to downsize. And so this episode is for you as well, Neris.
1: Yeah, for just two of you. That's yeah. all. This episode's for everyone else. Yeah. You can turn it off now, <laughs> private viewing only. <laughs> Kirst, how long have you been in your house for? Nearly eight years. Oh, that's awesome. Eight years. That must have gone fast. Yes, yes, it has. <laughs> We're just gonna it's gonna be a yawn episode. Do you think that you're gonna trigger people yawning all over the world? <laughs> from yawning on a podcast? It's gonna be a yawn fest. I mean, apologise <laughs> peripheriously lit listener. I, I had a cup of tea this morning, but I haven't had any other caffeine. So by about ten minutes into the podcast, I may well join you in snort Snorville. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I've got to – after this
2: I've gotta go out and get more um medicine for my family oh
1: my goodness you need to get like a can you get medicine delivered Uh, that really needs to be the next i'm sure it's a thing yeah it probably is
2: but it needs to be like on mass
1: yeah i I imagine it's like older people can maybe access stuff like that yeah i went to the supermarket yesterday
2: and the shelves were clear of quadril you serious yes that is hilarious yes anyway anyway back onto the topic right yeah setting up a house can be fun and exciting
1: and overwhelming (laughs) yeah when was the last time you moved um 2012 the very end of 2012 we moved into this house so 10 years ago this this coming december so, it's a long time. Um, and I love moving into houses. I love that fresh start feeling. I love finding homes for everything. I love kind of, so we always in our family unpack the day we move yep. and everything is unpacked that day. And I think we've talked about this before. Not everybody can or is even remotely interested in doing that. Mm. But I do love moving house. That was the, I was very sad to not be able to move house small when we bought this place but yes. I love doing it for our clients yes we still get to do it for our clients yeah
2: um, we do we are the same we unpack we do our best to get completely unpacked but mm-hmm. I think yeah I think even eight years ago I don't think we could get it all done in a day just because mm. the amount of stuff that we had not and well like you've got a lot more furniture. Yeah, and it's a bigger, it's a much bigger house than yours. Yeah, like in yeah, it's even got from like rooms.
1: the that's yeah. right. You've got like yeah. more couches and more bit big things. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. probably don't like. We've probably both got the same amount of crap, but it's just a big furniture. <laughs>
2: yeah. No,
1: that's not true. We probably have more crap than you. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It is. What it's what a it crap is. off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's
2: not make me
0: laugh. Oh, okay, so.
2: It can be, it can be fun and exciting and you could be clapping your hands with joy and gleefully excited about how you're going to set up the house. Um, and you can also feel at the same time overwhelmed mm. by the, the process. Um, yeah. And it can whether you're downsizing or you're upgrading, some spaces can be tricky. Mm. Your house didn't have a lot of storage no. and we've got lots of clients who haven't had storage and lots of listeners who don't have storage. Yeah. <laughs> um, or, you know, like even for us, we moved into a house that we didn't have a mu- as much furniture for. We
1: mm-hmm.
2: we had, when we first moved up here, we moved into a large house and then we moved into another large house and we didn't buy the furniture to fill the house because we knew it was just renting and we knew it wasn't, we were unlikely to have another 50 square foot home. Your house is 50? Yeah, 50 square metres. Yeah, it was Oh, massive. my goodness. It was massive. Yep. 50. And then we downsized to like a 25 square oh, Like
1: paupers, kiss I know. <laughs> For context, yeah. international listeners who may not use the metric system, when I was growing up, we lived in a nine-square house with six people. Just for context,
2: nine square meters. Yeah, not the house that your parents currently live in.
1: Oh no, that's thirty-two. No, no, no. <laughs> when saying, um, no. I'm when like, I was that could when not I was growing up, nine No, no, nine. no, <laughs> no, no, no. That's much bigger. No, no, no. When I was little, and um, we grew up in Greensboro in a nine-square house, which was look, admittedly, quite small, but it just gives some comparison to. size of a 50 square meter house
2: yeah was it um six of you or only five of you at the time six not seven not seven yeah yeah so seven came Rebecca surely wasn't no she wasn't that house house. just the six of us yeah yeah yeah. anyway moving along (laughs) um and then we moved to uh yeah a smaller house and then we upgraded to this house which has like to like one more living room area mm-hmm. and two more bedrooms from yeah. the smaller house. So then we did have to buy furniture, but we didn't do it straight away. Yeah. We did do There's... some furniture, like we got a new table and a new, new dining chairs and some new rugs and some, uh, like entry hall table and like a few bits and pieces. But we didn't do it all straight away.
1: When we moved into our place, Kirst, I had said so. I was pro- hadn't started um, professional organising by then, but just like loved it. And I remember saying, "We're not going to buy anything for twelve months. We're going to live in the space and see how we use it. And within about six weeks, we bought new couches, we bought a TV. We bought- <laughs> mm-hmm. we we're like, okay, we really." This space is not working. (laughs) We need to do some things. So I think um, what we can talk about today is that there's really two kind of stages of the setting up in a new house, or maybe even three stages. You've got the preparation. So what from my old house is coming? Um, You're thinking about furniture, you're thinking about quantity of items, you're thinking about storage, you're thinking about what rooms. You may have had a bookshelf in one room and it's going to a different room. Like what are you repurposing? then you've actually got like the week of the move-in. So when you're actually moving in, how can you help yourself to be set up really well so that it works and you can find what you need and all that type of thing? And then it might even be like the three months on where you can really sit back and assess and go, oh, maybe the towels don't belong there or maybe we could use the shed differently. So I, I feel like they are different phases of the setting up of a new home. What do you think? 100%, Yeah. And we've got friends
2: moving at the moment who they're not taking a lot of furniture with them. And we've done mm-hmm. this for clients as well where mm-hmm. they're bu- buying brand new furniture for the new house because for whatever reasons, like maybe yeah. you don't have a modular in your current house, but a modular lounge works really well in your new home or vice versa. You know, there's lots of reasons why people would buy a new furniture for the new home or maybe, mm-hmm. you know, they've been married for 20 years and all the furniture is they just want a fresh fresh update on stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's definitely worth considering, like you said, before you move, what are you packing? Mm. We've done episodes on this, moving house. Um, we've done quite a lot of episodes on moving
1: mm.
2: well, a few we've got well, it's a
1: big trigger for decluttering isn't it
2: yeah so we've done one on top tips for downsizing we've got downsizing into freedom which was Belinda's story we've done one on moving house already we've done one on moving overseas with Fiona and we've done one on apartment living with Marion um, so we have done the decluttering before you move a couple of mm-hmm. times so what's it like to set up a house then?
0: Mm.
1: So if, I, I think if we go with that first thing, like the starting off, one of the questions that is really helpful is to kind of keep in front of mind is why did we move? Did we move because we needed more space? Did we move because we needed a more functional space? Did we move because of location? Did we move because of work? Like why did we move and what's going to be different Because if in the old house you hated that when the kids did homework, they only had the option of doing it at the dining table and so you desperately wanted a study, don't put all the boxes that you're not unpacking yet when you get to the new house in the study because the kids still are not going to use it. And so I think it's really wise to kind of think about the spaces and be intentional because sometimes when you move in, it's like when someone moves in and gets their dad to unpack the kitchen stuff and you end up with pots and pans at the opposite end where the cooker is and like it doesn't necessarily make sense and that can happen so easily when you move into a new house it's like I don't know that's just always where the bookshelves were yeah you're right we never read in here they don't really belong in here that's just where the removalists put the bookshelf Mm. so being intentional in planning that can be really helpful
2: yeah a hundred percent and that's why it's it is really good to you know, label the boxes somewhere or give the information. Have somebody at the new house directing mm-hmm. the removalist list as to which rooms should go, like which items should go in which room. Preferably, mm-hmm. it's somebody that is actually going to live in the house rather than your aunt helping or a mm-hmm. neighbor helping at the new house. Um, and yeah, being really thoughtful. And that doesn't mean that you can't change your mind. Like you may think, yeah, the bookcase would work really well in this room and then you realise it's the darkest room in the house and you yeah. actually don't enjoy being in there or it's, you know, whatever, whatever room. So there's always grace to move things around. Like you said, after three months like mm. or after six months or after two years, whatever, going, oh, this isn't working how I thought it would work. What, mm-hmm. what needs to change?
1: And you'll discover things about your new house as the seasons go, like, oh, that corner there gets the best winter light. And so you may move from having a buffet there to having a reading chair there. Or this yeah. room actually gets really, really cold in the middle of winter and so we're going to you know, amend how we use that. Um, and that can only come with time. You're not necessarily going to know all of those things before you move in. But I think... What you don't want to do when you're doing the moving in is allow procrastination to stop you, because when things are kept in boxes, and I guess in our ebook around moving house, the first thing we say is unpack the boxes from your first move or yeah, your last, the, the move. last move, the <laughs> ones that you never got around to unpacking yeah. in the first place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if you leave things in a box, out of sight, out of mind. So if you can unpack as soon as possible, that is you know, that is the best thing you can do for settling into a new house is to be unpacked. Yeah. And that,
2: yeah, it's so, such good advice and challenging. It can be really challenging because maybe you have downsized and you've actually taken too much with you. And so you literally can't fit into this new house your old possessions. Mm. And so... It is a great opportunity to then go. Well, we have only got this linen cupboard. What needs to fit in this linen cupboard? Yeah. Um, or even like if you are upgrading and you and you've got plenty of space, <laughs> do what Amy said and encourage you to do and don't just shove all the boxes that you don't know where are going to live into the Mm. spare room um or you can on the first day but make a plan on how how quickly is it that you want to be fully unpacked yeah you know maybe for you it's just not physically possible maybe you don't have any friends or family to help you maybe you're moving across the country and and you physically can't get that done really quickly but have a plan make a plan on like, okay, each night after I've had dinner and got everything settled, I'm going to pull out a box and see if I can rehome these stuff mm. and make decisions about what is needed in this house and what's not.
1: I would recommend too if you do that is to fully unpack the box. Um, what we find often is that clients have like half a dozen, mostly unpacked boxes that have all the I don't know what to do with it bits in the bottom. I would actually say if you've got a whole lot of random bits, get a clear tub and anything that you don't know what to do with out of the packing box, put in the clear tub so that you can flatten that packing box and get it out of the house. It's much easier to go through one clear tub than six boxes that have who knows what down the bottom. So as soon as you can get those boxes out of your house, the sooner it will feel like home rather than like you're still halfway between moving in and unpacking. Yeah, oh,
2: and people go, oh, are you moving soon? And you're like, ah, <laughs> no,
1: no, we just moved in.
2: <laughs> we moved in three years ago. And the other thing about having half unpacked boxes is that it makes, like you forget that they're half done and so then you're looking yeah. at these six boxes and you're like, oh, my God gosh, we've got six boxes still to unpack, or or 20 boxes, like mm-hmm. <laughs> or 30 boxes. When actually you only have 15 boxes because half of them are empty. Like they're yeah. half empty anyway. So um and that's where we can come back to like be intentional about the way you pack mm-hmm. as well. Because mm-hmm. that really helps you in the unpacking. It's yeah. really challenging when you pack and you pack all odds and ends into Several different boxes. Like, Mm -hmm. if your house is a mess before you pack, chances are you'll pack the mess and then you'll be like, oh my goodness, where in which of these 30 boxes is our passports that we need because my mum has got sick and we need to fly overseas to be with Mm -hmm. her? Like, do yourself a favor, clean up your house. Before you pack and then pack like with like as much as humanly possible. Yeah. (laughs) It will make the unpacking so much quicker and easier and you'll be able to find homes for things and decide on how much of everything you actually do need in this new home.
1: And I would even keep somewhere for you to put donations in as you're unpacking because hopefully you have taken our 300-odd episodes of advice and Hmm. decluttered before you packed. But let's say you didn't or you did and there's still things that as you're unpacking you're like, actually, I really don't need this one. I would say don't keep a packing box to put all your donations in because if you are unpacking and you have a box that looks exactly the same that you're putting donations in, it's really tricky. Um, Also, if you've got big packing boxes, you can delay taking that to the op shop because it's just annoying to get in the car. Put it in plastic bags. Just get a plastic bag, have it on the go, and at the end of each night or at the end of, you know, a box that you're decluttering, tie the bag up, put it in the car so you can take it straight away rather than it's sitting around in a box. And you're like, oh, yeah, that's the donation box. And it just sits there week on week on week. Yeah,
2: or if you're like a lot of our clients and have 51 million
1: reusable bags from the sh- supermarkets,
2: Yeah, they're the best them. to use. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. Because they don't break and yeah. you can kind of tie those little stumpy handles together. Yeah, yeah. And you can, yeah, as you said, you can put the heavy stuff in there, not mm-hmm. worry about
2: it falling through a plastic bag.
1: I did one of those this afternoon. Oh, We've done, yeah. got people coming over for dinner and I saw a couple of things that we'd been talking about getting rid of. I went and got one of the Coles bags, filled it with donations, and it's now sitting in the boot of my car. Yay. Do as I say and as I do. <laughs>
0: Okay, so
2: we're unpacking Mm -hmm. and now we've been living in the house for a little while. Yep. What do you
1: want to say to our dear listeners about that? I would set aside a couple of hours or 10 minutes, an amount of time, and just... Do fresh eyes. So walk around, have a look. Because sometimes what I really find is interesting when we're with people who have recently moved into a new house, is they won't really notice that there's a couple of boxes in a room or something in the corner, or that they've never put up any art. Like I think as soon as you move into a house, you so quickly become clutter blind, and so I think it's a really great exercise that a couple of months in, you just do a wander through your house with a cup of tea and you just look you're not touching anything, you're not doing anything, you can write a list if that's helpful. But just wander and have a look and go, actually, I'd prefer to use that somewhere else or the kids aren't really playing in that space that we set up or I never actually sit there and read. It's just become the spot where the blankets get dumped. And so I would say number one tip is do a fresh eyes experiment. Another
2: thing that you can do if you have got boxes that have been sitting there unpacked and it's just becoming overwhelming for you at the thought of it, you can hire a professional organiser mm. in your hometown. So that would be us if you're in Melbourne, Sydney, Gippsland and um, Perth and central highlands of Queensland. <laughs> um, because sometimes, And we're getting lots of requests for them at the moment, aren't we,
1: Amy? Oh, like, my goodness, so many.
2: Yeah, I'm just really sick of looking at these boxes and I just need mm-hmm. them. I just need somebody, a bod- the body doubling
1: effect of having yeah. somebody else here. I had, this, I had a lady this. I had a spoke to today, Kirst, who had moved into a new house and she had one of our team come out. She'd probably moved in, I would say it was maybe five weeks ago, and then she just rang and said, I am not getting through these on my own. Single lady so lives on her own. And <laughs> I spoke to her today to ask if she wanted to book a follow-up session and she was like... Yes, because I actually can't get over the progress that me we made in one session compared to in my mind I had made this out to be an enormous job. She's like, we smashed four hours and got so much of it done. Let's mm. book another one and finish it off. And I was like, yes. And she goes, it's the best investment I've made since I moved into the house. And I was like, oh, that just makes me feel so happy because that's what we want. We want to relieve you of that burden and bring you the freedom of enjoying your new house, like have a professional organiser in because it will make a big difference.
2: Yeah, it, and it, it definitely does. <laughs> <laughs> and we bring those fresh eyes. So even if you've tried yeah. looking around the house and, you know, and that still like hasn't moved you to action, then hiring a professional organiser can move you towards action. Mm-hmm. Um, and just like have have grace for yourself and give yourself permission that if things aren't working in that space, it's your house. (laughs) Whether it's (laughs) a brand new house that you own a couple of roof tiles on (laughs) or if you're renting or you've, you know, moved in with family in the interim of building your new home, like Mm. we can come to all of those spaces and help you in make those spaces more functional and Mm. um, more homey
1: for you. It makes a huge difference when you don't feel like you're just living halfway. Like so many people talk about, you know, I feel like I have never actually properly moved in. Um, We can help you to feel like you have moved in. Mm. Okay. Have you got some hot tips for us? Some more hot tips? Yeah, more. More, more. Just like some really quick fire hot tips for us. Okay, how about when you're setting up in your new house, try and think about the two-move rule. So you don't want to put things really deep in any cupboard. So can you access things within two moves? So pull one thing out to get the thing behind it. How's that for a hot tip? Putting like with like
2: really helps because then you know that all the towels are in you know, are kept in both bathrooms or in the linen cupboard um, rather than having things in five different places and not Mm -hmm. knowing. Um, And I like the other concept that I really like is thinking about your home like supermarkets stock their shelves (laughs) (laughs) and putting the most used items in the most high frequency spaces that you go to mm-hmm. and having them at hip height and easy, arm height. easy to get to. Yeah. So, you know, if you're living in a two story home, why put the stick back that you use every day upstairs? Mm. Or, you know, if you're using it every day downstairs, just being really practical about how you use your home and how to make yeah. it easy to use.
1: One of my top tips when you're moving into a house is to assemble your beds first. Mm-hmm. And so no matter how many other things need doing, if you're not sure how you're going to get fed that night, doesn't matter. Make the bed because at the end of a big move day, it is glorious to climb into a freshly made bed. Um, and particularly for kids, it can be that little bit of comfort when they've already had a really you know disjointed day and it's a new place and they're not sure in a new bedroom to just have your bed made is awesome. Um, And the other thing I think is really important is to make sure that in the midst of a move, you have some things accessible like medications that you're going to need. You do not want to be scrambling through boxes at 11 o'clock at night because some kid needs their puffer or you need an antacid. Mm. Know where they are, put them somewhere really clear to start off with and and have that as your priority.
2: Yeah. And, I think it is like really challenging when you're moving out of one home and moving into another one. If you're doing it all on the one day um, and you have to clean the old house, like just think about the timing of it and who needs to be in which house at what Mm. time. Like Mm -hmm. if you are the person who is the main housekeeper in your home, it's probably best that you're at the new home. helping to guide people if you've got a team of people helping you um, be the person that they can come to to ask okay where would you like this
1: yeah it's It's huge so it'll save so much double handling yeah and it just
2: doesn't make sense to have your long lost cousin being the director of that
1: in Mm. your house who and yet we see it all the time all yes. the time, and that's why we come into
2: so many people's houses because their long lost cousin has unpacked the kitchen for them. <laughs> so, yeah, and they're like, oh, I can't find anything. <laughs> yeah, and so and kitchens are quite. I mean, we, I love getting the kitchen done the first, yeah. like make put the beds together, make the beds, or even just make the beds, put the mattresses on the floor, and make the beds. Yeah, like, but and then, then the next biggest thing is having the Kitchen done because we use it at least three times a day or mm-hmm. 20 million when you've got sick kids home from school,
1: like <laughs> <I> do. And <Are laughs> they home when they're homesick, are they like needing you to prepare things for them, or are yes, they in? Yeah, yes, too sick to do that.
2: Uh, and you're like, Mummy feels sick too, yeah. And then Emily's are like. Um, I realise she even she did get up and she went into the pantry and she goes, "Get out of the pantry, Emily. You're just in here because you're bored.
1: Find something to
2: do. You do (laughs) not need to eat just because you're bored. That's so cute. Yes, very good self awareness, Emily. Yeah.
1: But having that kitchen organised is really important because otherwise you're going to end up going out and getting takeaway night after night after night after night. And one of my recommendations, and we do this um, personally when we go on holidays as well as when we move house, is get a Coles delivery for as late as you can on the day that you're moving in. So it might be like 7 o'clock at night and the Coles delivery comes. So you've got bread, milk, cereal, Vegemite, whatever, and you can just unpack that straight away.
2: Yeah. Another hot tip is have your friends give you Uber Eats vouchers for a welcome <laughs> home. Um, a welcome to your new home gift.
1: Here's some Uber Eats. <laughs> That's right. So what, what you're suggesting, Kirsten, is you put together a gift registry. Is that how you move house? It's like here's the things I would like and top of the list is cash
2: <laughs> You know when people say how can we help? Yes, I don't want... A lasagna, or, you know, whatever. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, yes, it would be nice if you bought me food, but actually, the microwave's not even, t- you know, we don't have electricity yet, or whatever. Yeah. Like, and that's yeah. what, like someone to turn
1: up with a pizza is actually what's going to be practical, isn't it? I love yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We have a review for today. Well, this is a review from Apple Podcasts US of A, and it's from. I- Canterias? ECA interiors, I would say. Thank you, ECA interiors. And it's a five star review titled So Good. So great to hear that I'm a normal person with an atypical brain and tips to feel confident and less shameful about ADHD, organization, and adulthood. Absolutely. You can be neurodiverse and also really typical, or atypical and not neurodiverse and still get the same tips out of our podcast.
2: I'm going to stop it. I'm going to stop it right there, people. So don't worry. So the next one (laughs) is an Australian Apple podcast review from Susanna Forrest. And it is titled Like Rain. And it's also a five star review. It says you two lovely ladies are like refreshing rain. Beautiful drops of energizing talk fills my ears and makes my heart. Laugh and probably your mouth as well today, Susanna. Um, I love how you feel so familiar to me and keep it real. Well done, proud. Well done, proud your Australian mums helping people around the world.
1: Oh, yes. That's a really sweet review. It is. I love it. Well, today's review, Kirst, is brought to you by Woody. Um, <laughs> if you are wearing an Audi while you listen to the podcast today, Every single one of you wearing an udi right now needs to go and leave a review for us. Kirst, are you wearing an udi right now?
2: I'm not, but that's because Oliver is using it because he's flicking between his udi and my udi because he's stinking up one of them in his fever.
1: (laughs) That's super gross. That's information I did not need to
2: know. (laughs) TMI, thank you. Yeah, yeah. And I think that udi's are an Australian thing because... Are um, they? Well, I'm pretty sure because on our um, group coaching the other night, I was talking about Woody's and people from our Canadian friends in the group mm. were like, Oh, it's an hoodie. Oh, okay. Oh, well, no. And it was South need... African friend as well. So I okay. like stood up or I ran and got mine and showed it just how big it is. So, yes, everybody that you don't know what we're talking about, Google it. So, here's your tip. If Here's, here's a request. If you are wearing an woody, or if you don't know what an hoodie is and need to Google <laughs> it, it's spelled double O D I, then you need I. to a root. I E. Sorry, <laughs> I can't even. Um, I'm still really sick. Um,
1: you need to leave us a review as well. Yes, please. We need a boost in those reviews, people. Keep Belinda busy transferring them to, to let us know about them. Have an amazing week, Kirst. I hope you feel better super soon. Thank you. I'm sure by the time this episode
2: is released, I better be better.
1: You better be better. Oh, my goodness. I can't can't do this on my own, my friend. You need to be better. I no. Well, we will see you next week. As always, if you've got any podcast um, recommendations or requests, you can email us at hello at the art of au, or you can contact us on Insta, you can DM us, or you can contact us on Facebook or however you like. Yeah, come into our Facebook group, join the other 55,000 people in there. I know. That sounds like a, um, a what's the word when it's like just a random number but that's literally how many people are in there
2: yeah come and join and tell us there what you would like to us to talk about in the coming weeks Mm -hmm. um we are always always excited to hear what you would like and hot tip go back and look at the other 300 plus episodes to make sure we haven't done it yeah (laughs) otherwise
1: we're just going to redirect you
2: there yeah yeah which is fine we love telling people about Of our podcasts,
1: so you love telling people where to go. (laughs) (laughs)
2: You're so funny. I thought you asked me not to make you laugh, or you're the one making
1: yourself laugh right now. I know, I know.
2: (laughs) Okay, well, beloved listeners, we will see you, hear you, you will hear from us next week.
1: We acknowledge the traditional owners of country throughout Australia and recognise their continuing connection to land, waters and culture.
2: We pay our respects to their elders past, present and
0: emerging. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind.